Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Busy Motorsports Weekend for you, Freak Nation. The road course, Watkins Glen, and, of course, the road course last week in Indianapolis. We'll get to that coming up in moments. And plenty of other things to talk about, Freak Nation. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're there for you. Follow us at Speed Freaks on Twitter and, of course, on Instagram and, again, on Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. A couple of our favorites coming up tonight, Statman, Crasher, Richard C. Suave, we've got Will Power, IndyCar Series pilot, getting set for Worldwide Technology Raceway. Dude's had some success there, Crasher. Some success. Three poles out of the last four years. He's a former winner there. He's Yes. I think his average starting position is two, and his average finishi- finishing position is nine or some, nine or maybe ten. And your winner from Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the road course, a friend of the Freak Nation stat, man, you want to just get it out of the way and tell him, the story that we always tell about Michael McDowell, winner Michael McDowell. Oh, yeah. Back in the early days of the Freak Nation, when the mud was still hardening, he called us from, it sounded like he was in bed. And we said, what are you doing in bed? And he said, well, this is my wedding night. He <laughs> called us on his wedding night in bed with his newborn, new wife. And, uh, yeah, that's how important the speed freaks are in the world of Michael McDowell. So needless to say, we're pretty happy with what Michael McDowell did last weekend in Napa's Motor Speedway. So he'll be joining us coming up here in the Freak Nation. Again, Speed Freaks on Twitter, the website, speedfreaks.tv, Facebook, Instagram. Hopefully you guys will be following us. And all of you guys watching us on TV. how you doing, man? Freak Radio Network, over 23 years of doing this thing. At the top of the show, I was talking about road courses, and I, I – Am I just, what did I say last week? I enjoy beating, picking up a dead horse and beating it again when it comes to road courses. I just, Statman was was early on the bandwagon of Trans Am back in the day and these big, gutty, throaty cars running on road courses. I didn't understand it until really I I saw these big, throaty Trans Am cars running at uh, Toyota, the Toyota Grand Prix at Long Beach. And then now, of course, with the cup cars running, on a, a number of road courses and with this car in particular this next gen car the last couple of years it is just big and ballsy the tires are wider it just it reminds you if you've watched these cars and you've watched the trans am series over the last three or four decades it just it, in terms of comparisons they look and sound alike and i found myself last weekend sitting there saying bombastic stuff like maybe before I crap the bed, we'll have more road courses in the NASCAR Cup Series. And Crasher shut me down pretty damn quick. Because No, because we already have. It's been a great development through our 23 years of Speed Freaks when it was just the two staples, Watkins Glen and Sonoma. And now we're at, what, six, if not seven. 
So that's why. And we were talking about this last weekend mm-hmm. with the thought or the assumption that Indianapolis, that road course is going away to bring the oval back. So, yeah, we're six is going to go down to five now next year. Statman, I'm surprised you didn't say, well, just shut the hell up and go watch Trans Am. That's one way to solve it. But the next campaign that we ought to have in the next 23 years is to get the NASCAR Cup Series on Long Beach. We've got them in Chicago. We need to have it in Long Beach. You think people at the Long Beach Grand Prix would love to have that same noise and gear banging and grabbing and tires squealing going under the hotel? Uh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Oh, it's the convention center. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be wonderful? You say we need them at Long Beach. Yep. Well, hold on. NASCAR has already been trying to talk. They have talked, actually, with the management group there. Do you say having their own weekend at Long Beach? So keep the grandstands up another week or maybe have them the week before IndyCar, keep IndyCar there, have NASCAR on their own weekend. Or are you saying go away IndyCar? Let's just do NASCAR. Let's do NASCAR and IndyCar. They're on the same road course. They got enough garage space. They could have the IndyCar on one side and uh, uh NASCAR on the other side. I'd love to see them both on the same weekend. Wait, what? where is the space? <laughs> I was just going to say that's oh, there's hardly any on. space there. Statman, you might be onto something. But because I would love, yeah. As as we know, guys, the Drift Series Formula D is there a week before. What if NASCAR says screw IndyCar? We're going to go there Formula D weekend and let Formula D get in front of our seventy thousand people and do their thing. Mm. Yeah, that would be that would be great. But the tires. As much as the drivers complain that having all those tires going into nine, ten, and eleven, and around the the uh, the, uh, the, the, the the tight turn mm-hmm. at turn eleven, uh, they I'd hate to hear all the noise and the complaining and the grousing. Get those things out of here! You know, I mean, it's, it'd be too much different rubber on the ground and. And uh, if it's not perfect for most of the NASCAR field, they don't want anything to do with it. You're right. How many different tire manufacturers are in drifting yeah. that would not make I think a NASCAR least, driver happy? At least four or five right yeah. now. Yeah. And it, it's all different rubber and it's all heavy. And, uh, you know, they, they would be complaining and it would be nauseating to hear them all complain. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. We're talking about road course racing. Statman's putting it out there. Why not bring NASCAR to Long Beach Grand Prix? That last turn before you hit that stretch on, what is it, Ocean Boulevard? Ocean Ocean Drive? Shoreline, isn't it? Shoreline. Shoreline, yeah, Shoreline. That last hairpin-like turn. Couldn't you see those big beasts trying to turn on that damn thing? Yeah, you know, I'd love it. And, you know, the guys that are coming in there, I'm not going to say all of them, but there's one driver who can't navigate the turn one at uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He slams into the side of cars, doesn't take the escape road. Uh, he, he, he'd be in dire straits to get around the turn there. Maybe he'd use an extra car to use eight wheels to get around the turn instead of four. Uh, so, yeah, now that would be, uh, I'd love to see every minute of it. I would love to see every minute of it. Statman, Jimmy Spencer is no longer running in the Cup Series. I just want to remind Oh, really? Yeah. I know, I know that's who you're referring to there. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Right? 
was it Jimmy Spencer who reached in somebody's car and banged on banged away on him? Kurt Bush. Yeah. Bristol. Exactly. Yeah. We need someone just to punch somebody. You know, we got it. That's something that's missing in Cup. Has whoa, it? whoa, whoa. We had Austin oh, Hill oh, and the punch. Oh, no. Last year. And Noah who, Gregson. Yeah, Noah Gregson. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Chastain. That. Who? All right. right. Exactly. <laughs> Ross Chastain. Little did we know that Ross Chastain knew that that punch was going to have a little reverbification. There's a word. <laughs> and, uh, With get, its genuinity. Yeah, you had little Indy Bonics coming from both sides of the aisle there. That's true. The uh, Ross Chastain punch of Noah Gragson's face. Uh, where was that? Talladega? Where the hell was that? Regardless, you heard that punch. You saw Skip Jack's helmet back in 69 or wherever the hell that was. Or, what, 78? No, no. I'm talking about the, the, the stat man where... Was it Allison that said so and so's face kept hitting my helmet yeah. or my fist? Yeah, it? hitting my hand, kept hitting his face, taking his face and hitting my fist with it. I was seventy-eight. Yeah, that was in seventy-eight. Yeah, sixty-nine. Sorry, I went back a few more years on that. One. <laughs> You're a decade ahead of time before the big blizzard, but that's okay. Yeah, well, it was my- the weekend of the big blizzard. Yeah. That's why they were had so many people watching CBS because they couldn't dig out of their houses. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, we dug some rabbit holes the first nine minutes of this segment, but that's typically what we do, Freak Nation. Uh, coming up in the next couple of hours, you have Michael McDowell, your winner from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He'll join us for a good time. And Will Power, IndyCar Series pilot, who's had a hell of a run at Worldwide Technology Raceway, which, by the way, August 26th, August 27th, a big race weekend coming up in St. Louis. Go to WWT. WWT. You know, did that guy die? The guy that did, uh, is it Boom Hour? www.com from uh, uh, King of the Hill. Oh, did he die? What the voice of or yeah, the character? Yeah. The, 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 voice. the voice. I think he died uh, last week. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. really? No, I, I didn't hear that. I was a Boobauer fan. I yeah, hold on. You guys uh, talk just a second. Let me look that up. Yeah, but meanwhile, not to be morbid, you can go to www.raceway.com and get your tickets for the IndyCar Race Weekend coming up. The yeah, and when you get to St. Louis, some serious, serious barbecue uh, going on in St. Louis. Salt and Smoke is one of them. They're not a sponsor, but that's some serious barbecue. All right, it wasn't Boom Hour who he did. He was... King of the Hill star, voice actor, five-time Boomer was secretly brilliant on King of the Hill. Johnny Hartwick dies. King of the Hill's Dale Gribble voice. That's who he did. Huh. All right, Freak Nation, as I said, uh, big show, a couple hours here in the Freak Nation, 23 years and counting of doing this. Want the website? Go to speedfreaks.tv. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. Watching us on Mad TV. See all the ets and dashes and hashtags on your fat freaking television set. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman Scat coming up, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. It's a big freaking show, man. Get your shovels ready. We've already dug, dug some rabbit holes. I'm sure that uh, freaking A. Freaking A, baby. Mm. We're, we're going to do it again coming up here in the Freak Nation. More Freaks next. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire delivers. The Pomerado Automotive Group 500 and Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go, in St. Louis at Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back -back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. This segment of Speed Freaks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, you hear us talk about constant travel, time commitments, and a slew of other life schedules, throwing some unexpected curveballs that life throws our way. It's easy to get lost and in need of some guidance to get back on track. And that's where BetterHelp.com comes in. Go to BetterHelp.com freaks and get 10% off your first month. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, and more. With BetterHelp.com's therapist, you get the same quality you'd expect from an in-office therapist, but you can communicate with them when and how you want, anytime from anywhere. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com freaks for 10% off your first month. That's better help. That's H E L P dot com slash freaks. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Get back with the Freaks. Over 23 years of doing this thing, man. Lucas Oil Studios rolling on those general tires. Good to get uh, the Phoenician. Back in the Freak Nation, Michael McDowell, your winner from Indianapolis Motor Speedway last weekend. And, Michael, there's so many emotions that went through our head, nowhere near what went through your head after that race win. But I don't want to even want to say there were doubters. There were people just not even talking about Michael McDowell winning this race. You're sitting just outside of a playoff spot, and we're all ignoring you. You as the driver in that car, does that – inspire you to kick some ass or or what is it 
Um, you know, it's funny because I don't pay too much attention to a lot of the, I call it outside noise, you know, of, of people's perception of uh, what you're doing or what you're not doing. Um, but, you know, I'm still engaged in the sport and I'm watching and listening and all that. Um, I just think that people aren't paying attention uh, mm-hmm. because, and I'm not saying that, you know, with a big ego, but since this next gen car, we've been really fast at the road courses and we haven't had a performance yet like we did at Indy, but you know, we went to Sonoma, qualified third, only car that could hang with Truex, probably had a shot at winning that race, ran in the top five pretty much every single road course that we've had with this next gen car. So we felt as a team and as a group, you know, we're building, getting better, 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 better. It was just a matter of time. Um, but I think that when you're running third to seventh, people are like, oh, yeah, he's having a good day. But they don't realize how close that is to a winning day because it only takes a few things. And so, um, yeah, it's it's fun to surprise people for sure. Um, we weren't surprised. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't say that like arrogantly. We weren't. We thought we could go there and run top five. And if we do everything right, we'll have a shot at winning a race. Now, we didn't know that we'd have a dominant car and hit everything perfect and be able to, you know, lead a lot of laps and do that. But we knew that we were going to be close and in the game. So uh, it's just fun. I've never been in a situation like that in the Cup Series to have a car quite that good. And um, it's nice that we maximized, you know, the opportunity that we had. Well, hold on. You say you didn't know going into the weekend that you had that you would have a dominant car. When did you realize it? Was it practice? Was it qualifying? Was it mid-race? So at the end of practice, we were feeling pretty good about just overall where we were at. Um, you know, we look at all the data, we look at all the lap trackers and, you know, you have your, your fastest average of, you know, over all the laps, who's the fastest, fastest five lap, fastest 10 lap and fastest single lap. And we led all those categories in practice. So we know, we knew we were in a pretty good spot, um, but you just don't know how that's going to translate from Saturday to Sunday. Um, you know, cause the rubber track changes, condition changed. It rained during the Xfinity race, lots of rubber went down. You had IndyCar rubber. So there's a lot of variables. Um, but Sunday by lap three, I, I was, I pretty much knew that, you know, I had had an opportunity at it. I had a hot rod. So, um, you know, I woke up Sunday morning more nervous than normal. It just kind of feeling like this was an opportunity that, um, we probably had the best car and, and now you got to go make something happen with it. Um, so I think all weekend, it kind of just led to, you know, showing that we had the speed and, and we were close. I saw somewhere where you made mention of how your family was not there for your win in Daytona, but they were in Indy. So if you woke up a little bit more nervous than normal on Sunday, race day morning in Indianapolis, how did your family help you with that? Yeah. So, um, they don't, they make it more stressful. Um, anybody that has kids knows that like, you can be sweet and nice. I love my family. You guys know that, but you're already tense. You're already stressed out. And now somebody's not happy with breakfast and somebody took somebody's toy and they said this and I'm like, Oh, I just got to get out of here. Um, you know, just like you would in everyday life. Right. That doesn't change. Um, so, but you know, what I was feeling was I've had this before where you're just feeling the weight and the pressure of this is an opportunity. This is, you don't get it all the time. And so, 
um, it didn't scare me. The it, if anything, I just kind of knew it was. You just got to be laser focused, and you got to make make the most of it. Wow, Michael McDowell, winner of the NASCAR Road Race at Indianapolis. You win, and they want to shut the thing down. <laughs> yeah, I think that was coming way before my win. Um, you know, being on the road course has been fun, and I'm biased. I like I would race on a road course every weekend if they let us. Um, but I also too understand the significance of racing. You know, at India on the oval and in the brickyard and. And the road course is special, but it's different. It is different. Um, it's no different when y'all are watching IndyCar and we're watching IndyCar. The 500 is different than the GP. It just is. Um, and that's not taking away anything from the road course. You know, I don't feel less about winning the Indy road course, um, you know, because of saying that. So I understand wanting to get back to the oval. And I think the next-gen car, honestly, will put on a good race there. It's probably a good time for it. But it's I like mixing it up, too. I, I think that, you know, the last few years we've gone to some new tracks and, and added some new venues and, you know, new styles with dirt. And um, so I think doing different things like that is helpful. Um, you know, running at the same tracks and going there twice and doing the same thing for 10 or 15 years. I think that, you know, fans want to see it different. We want to see it different as competitors. So, um, you know, I hope that will not scratch the indie road course altogether. Um, but I, I do think that the oval is probably in our future. I really don't know what the schedule is. I'm not hiding anything from you guys. I'm just holding on to hope that like we still get to race the road course and we do the oval. Um, so we'll see what happens. I like that. And Michael McDowell with the furniture row team, it's a small team, one car you're going against, You've only been in business less than five years going against teams that have been around for five decades, it seems. Your success recently in the last few years, especially in the last 10 races, your success is because of what? The new car that everybody is learning, you getting better, uh, the team getting better. What? Where's the success coming from? Yeah, all the above, just like anything else. You know, it's all about people. People are what make everything go better and uh, or go worse, right? And so um, we've done a great job of finding really good people here at, at Front Row. And I do think that this next-gen car is a big part of it. I don't think it's the only part, but it. we had good people. We had a good program. Then you bring in the next-gen car, and it levels the playing field. And now we're in the game. Um, I think we had the people and the knowledge and the experience to be in the game. We just didn't quite have the equipment. When the equipment got leveled out slightly, that put us kind of in that next level. Um, and so it, it's a process. You know, I do feel like I'm getting better. I'm still a student, still working really hard to try to, you know, learn new things and maximize every detail that you can. Um, our race team has progressively gotten better, but I, I would – be lying to you if I said that, oh, we would have been here had the next-gen car not come. I don't think we would have. I think the next-gen car is what helped us get to that next level. Um, and it definitely has leveled the playing field. And to my surprise, it's actually stayed that way. You know, I remember telling my guys, you know, we got six months with this new car. We better get it done in six months because – when Hendrick and their 600 people figure it out, 
they're going to leave us in the dust again. That's just what big teams do. They just more people, more resources. They're going to do it. So we got a very short window to make it happen. Um, but that hasn't been the case. I think NASCAR's done a pretty good job of keeping everybody together because here we are coming up on you know year two for us, and we're as good, if not even a little better, than we were at times last year. Um, and that's with a lot of teams figuring it out. Um, you know, you would go to races last year and you'd have four Joe Gibbs racing cars run 25th to 30th. Never in the history of our sport have we ever seen anything like that, right? Then you'd see Penske go win two or three in a row and then they would go to a racetrack and they would be 20th to 25th. And so now that everybody's had time with this car and figuring it out, it's it's harder, but we haven't lost to the top, top team. So it's it's been a big help. Let me throw in one more thing here. Michael McDowell, you had experience before NASCAR. You had experience in open wheel. This car is not your NASCAR. It doesn't have truck arms and, and all the paraphernalia that yeah. made the car 50 years old. Carburetors. <laughs> Did you bring something into the mix that uh, said, I know this? And I can help. And uh, you were one of the things that helped bring the car along. So um, yes and no. I you know I I've uh, been a part of a lot of those conversations, decisions um, when it comes to which direction we're going with different things. And and um, you know Jim France is obviously um, a big part of this next gen car and, and the NASCAR family, buddy. Thank you very much for doing this, man. Good luck to you, partner. All right. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 and Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go, in Sacramento's Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. This segment of Speed Freaks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, you hear us talk about constant travel, time commitments, and a slew of other life schedules. Throw in some unexpected curveballs that life throws our way. It's easy to get lost and in need of some guidance to get back on track. And that's where BetterHelp.com comes in. Go to BetterHelp.com freaks and get 10% off your first month. 
Tap into the world's largest network of licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, and more. With BetterHelp.com's therapist, you get the same quality you'd expect from an in-office therapist, but you can communicate with them when and how you want, anytime from anywhere. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com freaks for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash freaks. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Travis Pastrana joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Travis, we had Evil Knievel on the show many, many, many years ago when we reran the uh, interview with uh, Evil Knievel for our 23rd anniversary. And we ran that the last time after you set the Evil Knievel record there at uh, Caesars Palace. Give me your thoughts on a dude like Evil Knievel who did not have the luxuries of suspension, uh, chiropractic work of the of the new millennial. What's your view of what Evil Knievel did on a bike? Um, so what Evil Knievel did was less impressive what he did on a bike as to what he was able to accomplish um, to show the world that you could fly a motorcycle, to show the world what what was, um, not only what was possible, um, but he was able to, he was a showman. Yep. So he took um, uh, mediocre motorcycle skills, <laughs> not to be that guy, um, and guts uh, galore, and just this passion uh, to to try to to wow the world, and he was someone that if he ever said he was going to do something, he backed it up. And I feel like that's something that a lot of like my my parents, for example, could really relate to. That they said, "Look, Evil Knievel went to uh, you know went over to London, and he was going to do a jump, and he's told everyone he's like, hey, my bike's not fast enough. I can't make this jump.' But y'all paid for a ticket, so I'm going to send it and see what happens.' Ooh. And okay, some people would call that absolutely stupid, but 
for me, that's how I was, I was brought up. If you say you're going to do something, do it. And there were certain core values of what Evil Knievel did and how he went about doing stuff that were really good. And certain ones that were, were probably the opposite of really good. Um, but to be able to, to transcend and to start an entire action sports, just to start um, jumping motorcycles, to start a, a whole, you know, what now is Olympic sports um, by following your passion and being, uh, being able to sell it, I think was, was really cool. You just referenced Ken Block when we were talking a little bit about Goodwood. That that was Ken Block, right? Without a doubt. Um, so Ken was came from a really unique background. He absolutely loved snowboarding. He loved motocross. Uh, he loved you know skating. He loved driving cars. And like every other redneck American, Ken was one hundred percent convinced that he was the best driver on the face of the earth. Mm. And um, in two thousand and six. No, sorry, 2000, whatever, 2003, something like that. Um, I was sponsored at the time by Alpine Stars and Puma. Puma paid a lot of money. Alpine Stars, well, didn't pay anything, but they were made the best stuff, the best boots, the best everything. And I had uh, friendship with Gabrielle, who ran Alpine Stars, and uh, they got me my first drive in a car, and, and I was never going to leave Alpine Stars. So Puma put it on the table. They said, you either have to pick Alpine Stars or us, thinking I'd obviously go with Puma. And I said, nope. Um, so this was a week before X Games. And I went to Ken Block. I said, I don't have a shoe sponsor um, now. And he said, well, I'll make you a deal. I will sponsor you, but you have to take me because I'm not wanting any giveaways. He goes, you know, I just sold, you know, a per percentage of DC shoes for enough money that I can pay for whatever I need to do. And he goes, I want to drive cars. I want to race cars. I want to be the best rally driver of all time. Uh, introduced me to the Vermont sports car crew. And he went, paid his own way, hired the best coaches, um, drove more than almost any factory driver and he became within two years probably the best driver in the u.s as far as rally was concerned and it was a really impressive going from a guy with money that people didn't know had so much background in sport and was such a good athlete and was such um not only a pioneer um you know of wanting to be an athlete but a pioneer of, of how to market and he went and invested him in himself and did ex followed his heart exactly where he wanted to go and started a car culture that's unlike anything that I think has ever been created before and, and maybe ever after. They talk about Ken changing the uh, landscape in motorsports. You've done some of that. Do you feel that? Do you understand that? Or do you think that's uh, overhype that you helped put action sports on an entirely different map? I was very fortunate, like I said earlier, to be surrounded by some very great people that, that led me in the, in the good direction, starting from my parents um, to a lot of my sponsors. And my parents give me the, the freedom to follow my heart. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, if you're passionate about something, you can make it work. And luckily, when we got into rally, Ken Block was very passionate about rally. And, you know, he was able to kind of help orchestrate X Games, picking up rally as a sport, which kind of blew it up. Um, you know, we were able to get sponsors and really start doing that for a living, um, you know, and then with Jim Gymkhana and then with Nitro Circus and basically all the stuff that we were doing to have fun um, started kind of becoming bigger than the sports themselves, you know, call it lucky skill, whatever. Um, but I was able to get a lot of seat time. So I've never claimed to be the best driver, um, but I have enough seat time and enough passionate that, you know, I've been able to take that what I've learned in motocross and make it work on the four wheels with the, the different injuries and that kind of stuff. Um, having said that, my goal is not necessarily to be the best driver 
or to start all these things or to change anything that's going on. But like X Games or the Olympics, that's about being perfect. Hmm. Nitro World Games is about doing stuff that's never been done. It's about being bigger, being crazier, being, you know, and, and even safer, working on landings to make sure that we can, you know, myself, my friends, my, the next generation is able to get up and walk after this, you know, having a big crash uh, with the airbag landings and that kind of stuff. Um, but my goal in racing is to continue to have fun. And what I've learned with showmanship through Nitro Circus is that if the athletes are having fun and they're passionate, that the crowd follows and that they understand what's going on. So when I was racing NASCAR, I stopped having fun. I was so focused on my results that like literally I spent, I got uh, 10th place at, at Daytona in what was nationwide at the time. And I was spinning backwards across the infield at, you know, 180 miles an hour. And I was so bummed. I'm like, man, I was following Tony Stewart. He got away, um, which Tony does because, well, it was Tony Stewart. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, man, we had a really good chance to, to have my best finish. And now here we are, another crash, another crash vehicle. My dad goes, man, I would give my left nut literally to be able to go in a car at 180 miles an hour at Daytona and spin through the infield. He's like, how was that? Was that so cool? And you get so caught up in winning and it gets so like worrying about that a tenth of a second, that half a tenth of a second um, that you forget why you did it to start with. And I think that moment right there, my dad kind of said, you know, kind of put that back into perspective. I said, well, you know what? Let me do what I know how to do and then I can get some sponsorship and let's just go have fun and bring other people that want to have fun. And if we're passionate about this, building tracks that have never been done that are challenging to the drivers and challenging to the manufacturers and the cars, I'm like, we're going to have a sport that really takes off. And that's why we started Nitro Cross. Travis Pastrana joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios, 23 years of doing Speed Freaks and Travis Pastrana, Every now and then comes and he's a part of that. Travis, when Lindsay came into your life, was there an agreement between you two or did she, did she say, I know what I'm getting into? I hope she did. <laughs> um, no, my, my wife is amazing. She's a two-time world champion, three-time X Games gold medalist. Um, it was good having someone that, that understood passion um, in, in a way that, you know, you're, you're not home a lot. If someone, one of your sponsors calls during Christmas Eve dinner and says, Hey, we need you here tomorrow. You're there. And it's about building relationships. Um, and there's no holidays. There's no weekends. There's, there's no off days. Um, but it's the greatest life in the world. And to have someone that, that understood that and lived that life and, um, you know, just supported almost everything that I've done except for base jumping, uh, which uh, well, now, you know, you got to draw the line somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, so no wingsuiting, no base jumping. Other than that, uh, Lindsay's <laughs> along for the ride, and uh, she's not only a, a phenomenal uh, athlete, but she's also adapted to be such an amazing mom and someone that enjoys that as much as she does anything else. Um, she went to qualify for the Olympics, or not qual. She wanted to see if that was something she wanted to do, so she came back after you know three years off um, of nitro and skating to you know just to try again as they announced that skateboarding was going to be the Olympics for 2020. And uh, she came back and she won the world championship that year. And she was on the podium uh, sitting there in Spain after, you know, putting six months pretty dedicated to, to focusing on her and her skating. And I took a step back uh, from racing and, and everything else for a little bit of time and told her, like, look, do what you got to do. I'll the stay at home dad, really, at that point. And uh, she says she was crying. And it wasn't because she won. She was crying because that six months she lost more 
what she thought was valuable time Whoa. with the kids and the kids' development. And she would have rather been home with the kids than to have been up there on that podium. And, you know, for all of, for someone like me or someone like even her mom or, or all her friends are like, why would you not go for the Olympics? She's like, because for me, being a mom is more important. And I was so fortunate that I found someone that is that passionate, that caring, and that great of a, of a wife and a mom that I can continue living my dream. Buddy, much love from uh, 118 degrees here in Phoenix with uh, probably, what, 75 degrees in Maryland right now? Yeah, it's, it's, a little, it's nicer, than, nicer than Phoenix at the moment. <laughs> Buddy, uh, go make it a great day. Good luck to you and your wonderful family partner. Well, thank you guys for the time. Talk to you soon. You got to love you some Travis Pastrana here in the Freak Nation. The full interview is up on our YouTube page at Official Speed Freaks. Coming up next, Michael Andretti. He's getting in the NASCAR. Or is he? That's next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. From the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. General Tire delivers. 
Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Motorsports Radio, redefined. We've been doing this for 23 years now, and in that time, we've built some wonderful relationships here in the Freak Nation. Talking with Travis Pastrana this week really bought that home, for me at least. Uh, we met Travis when he was a teenager, looking for and making a name for himself, doing things that were his passions. His passions, in fact, are action sports, helped make things like skateboards and double backflips, uh, rallying cars, made it all conversation around the dinner table for families all over the world. But our conversation this week showed me, at least, that Travis is a man now. He's a husband, and he's a father with children who are learning what they want to do with their lives. He's an entrepreneur, building brands. And if daddy's passions uh, will be their, his children's passions when they grow up. It's satisfying for me that Travis has remained a friend of the freaks all this time. Travis has changed the world around him globally and still makes time for us. There are some clowns out there who barely change the world in front of their race car. And in fact, they demand money from us to come be a part of the freak nation. Frankly, we've said no. I tell people all the time that Travis deserves the success that's come his way. He's nurtured friendships and respected people who've come into his life. Uh, over and above the records, and the championships that have come Travis's way, it's wonderful for me to see the man he is now. Peace. Your Statman Scat brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation, as I've been saying. Do yourself a favor for 20 years now. Go to GeneralTire.com. Check out the line of tires to keep your rides on the road during this summer heat. GeneralTire.com. Performance family uh 
industrial. They have the tire for your rides. Go to GeneralTire.com. Coming up next hour, Rico Abreu will be joining us here in the Freak Nation and Tron Brown as well. Earlier in the show, I took a left turn when we thought we were going to turn right, and I wanted to talk about the Andretti involvement with Formula One versus the conversation that Andretti's getting involved with NASCAR, but we we took a whole different detour on that. But I want to talk about it now that word is out there that Andretti is sniffing around NASCAR now. Marco Andretti was hanging out at Pocono with a, was it Spire Racing jacket? Suave, is that what it was? He had a Spire Motorsports hat on. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how there's discussion about now that Andretti is looking to get involved in the NASCAR. How deep and how thorough, I'm not sure. But this only heals a stat man of Andretti for the last year or so trying to get its claws into Formula One and continue to get shut out. And evidently there's a decision coming down soon about to let Andretti in or not to let Andretti in, Andretti Autosport into Formula One. Right? Yeah, it's not, okay. but it's not going to happen uh, it, they, uh, in into Formula One. Uh, but I think that he, he's he's obviously made some uh, uh, contacts with some people with some money. He doesn't have the money to compete in Formula One, uh, and doesn't have the money really to compete in NASCAR. But he's finally found some people who could come in and evidently help him just like uh uh joe gibbs did when he bought in some people to uh you know from the private equity and uh banks and so forth that would come in and help him uh put together a deal to keep him uh solvent and maybe make some money i think what's happening is that ultimately nascar is going to have to come up with a way for the teams to make money and i think that's attracting people who want to uh, be a part of that uh, when they have uh, some cost savings and so forth to uh, you know make it possible to make some money out of it. Well, the, the name that continues to come up in this article, this is was Sports Business Journal, mm-hmm. Richie. Correct, right? Yeah, is Gainbridge, and Gainbridge is on the side of one of the Indy cars. Well, Colton Herta's car, and Gainbridge is a multi-billion-dollar. It's this is a new word for me. FinTech, which tells me it's a financial tech company, which I'm sure is an umbrella for many uh, different items. But the, the, the money seems to be coming from Gainbridge and part of this equity firm that Statman's talking about where Joe Gibbs bringing in this company, where now it looks like this is going to be the new platform to bring in these companies like Gainbridge and others to as an investment uh, and, and maybe a, a side hustle for other partners. But, Richie, this looks like that's the player for Gainbridge to help propel Andretti into NASCAR. Yeah, and they had a long-standing relationship with Andretti going back years and years and years. And so that's why this, these dots are starting to connect. Marco Andretti already ran a NASCAR Crest, NASCAR Crestman Truck Series race earlier this year. There's been some rumblings about whether or not he's going to make a Cup Series start coming up later this year. But the article that the part part of this article from Adam Stern with the Sports Minister that I found the most interesting is right at the bottom because it surprised me. I did not expect to see this number thrown out there when it came to how much a charter, which is basically what the 
what you have to buy in order to run a NASCAR Cup Series team. I'm going to read directly from the article here. The last NASCAR charter to change hands was the one that is the now defunct Starcom Racing sold to 2311 for $13.5 million in 2021. But the next one could go for more than $30 million, sources have predicted, which is incredible. That's more, that's a over 100% increase in two years for a sport that we have talked about quite a bit this year where the ratings have been, have been down where the buzz is just not there. Mm-hmm. Like it quite used to be, but teams are getting rich. The sport's getting rich until NBC came aboard. And then all of a sudden Chicago was great. And like we just talked about the top of the show that this past weekend, speaking of Marco Andretti being at Pocono this past weekend at Pocono was great. So yeah, who knows? 30 million does seem a bit overpriced, but the way everything in motorsports is going, heck, the way everything is going around the world price-wise, I guess, I guess that's just par for the course. Spire right now controls two charters. And with Marco getting in a Spire truck, it's apparently just going to be a way for Michael and his business partners, Michael Andretti, I'm talking about, to test the waters of NASCAR. And if they wanted to, apparently those two Spire charters would be the first to be presented to him if he came up with $60 million to buy them with Group 1001 or Group 1001, however you want to phrase it, and GameBridge. Well, the one thing that is makes it possible, and this was the, I think, was the hidden agenda in the Gibbs deal, was that the companies who uh, invested with him represent a number of different brands that would benefit from yeah. being on uh, the car. So instead of spending $5 million for a race, they could, they could put the, their brand on the car because they've already spent a hundred million buying a team. So uh, I think that's a uh, game bridge represents a lot of people and uh, they're going to spend the money and they're going to get a return some kind of way. NASCAR is on TV every week. They have mm-hmm. huge social media presence. So they stand to benefit from uh, being on a car. Does that does the Andretti name move the needle in NASCAR now? It's 2023. Hmm. Andretti hasn't been associated with NASCAR heavily for decades, other than what John Andretti. All right. All right. Uh, John Andretti and his team the teams he ran for really didn't move the needle. He wasn't a front runner uh, most of the time, but so does it really move the needle? Does it need to? I don't, I don't know. Or I'm do just you asking just that need question. a driver? Yeah. Does the team name need to move the needle or do you just need a driver? That's got a great personality, a great social following and talent on the track. Marco's not that Marco's not that no, mm-hmm. but I don't think that if Andretti were to purchase whether it's the two Spire charters or other charters, which I don't think there's very many available out there right now. I don't think Marco would be their top driver. They would get full-time NASCAR drivers as their top drivers. I think the bigger issue is whether or not the owner of the team has a business mindset. uh, And they say, if you want to do, let's do business. I could, this is a B2B play. This is not you giving me money so I can go buy a, uh, uh, a winery somewhere. Uh, so that I, I think if the, and Michael Andretti understands business a lot better than he did five years ago, 
Uh, her name is Crasher, Statman, Richard C. Suave, Kenny Sargent. We got the second hour of Freaks coming up. Do the announcers make the series? Do the announcers make the series, Freak Nation? Rico Abreu and Antron Brown. It's all coming up, second hour of the Freaks. Lucas Oil Studios, Mav TV, the Freak Radio Network. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. From the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. 
from the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Nation, second hour of the Freaks coming up. Will Power, IndyCar Series pilot. He will be here in the Freak Nation talking about worldwide technology. Big race coming up next weekend. Sunday's the race. Saturday's qualifying. You've got, what, USAC? Saturday afternoon. Is that right, Crasher? It's a, it's a hell of a weekend for Worldwide Technology Raceway. Just go to worldwide, excuse me, www.raceway.com. That's www.raceway.com. For, for information now, you can get tickets and your schedule Saturday and Sunday at WorldwideTechnologyRacing.com. Your Statman Scat coming up this hour. You're missing the show. Go to the website, SpeedFreaks.tv. How you doing on Mad TV? Listening to us on the Freak Radio Network, 90-plus affiliates, including Sirius XM and every freaking audio app that you can imagine. If you got last week's show, excuse me, last hour uh, interview with Michael McDowell, Talked about a number of things with him. But one thing in particular, playing off what Statman said last weekend, was with not just the the Cup Series running on a couple of road courses uh, in a row, but how Statman has become a fan of this new next-gen car, how it has really balanced out the field of play, frankly. Michael McDowell is a perfect example, Statman, but what is it? that you're such a big fan of with this next gen car. I like everything about it. I like the looks. I like the way it sounds. I like the way it drives. I like the technology, the sequential gearbox. I, the tires they had on the old car were smaller than the tires I had on my Mustang. So they had more tire. They got a bigger rubber to put on the ground. These cars fly and it's a challenge to the, uh, the drivers and the teams, that's, that's like you said, it's equalized the field. So you could have a Michael McDowell who only won one race before he won last weekend at Indianapolis dominate, outrun, being chased by a former champion mm-hmm. who's had trouble learning this car. And that's, I, I can't, I can't love it anymore. Uh, they have changed it a little bit to get, 
some of the stiffness out so their drivers aren't getting injured. But most of, most of all, the drivers are learning how to drive it so they don't bang into the walls and try to knock the walls down. It's a great car. Yeah, and overall, I mean, just using the Michael McDowell example, it's not like he won with a dominant car on a road course because he is so good on road courses himself. He's, that's just part of his talent. But no, he's had a better average finishing position all season. He was only a couple of points out of the playoffs before getting that win. Now he's guaranteed, of course, into the playoffs. But it's overall, it is the parity is every single race, not just on road courses or on short ovals or on super speedways. It's all across the board. And that's what is just that. That's what has brought me back to really liking NASCAR these last two seasons. And he's, he kind of said it in the interview that guys that won like Hendrick can be competing for the win in one race and then run back into twenties uh, <laughs> at the next race. Yep. So uh, same with Penske cars, they're back there. Blaney, Logano can disappear. So, yeah, they, everybody has had equal footing, and some people are learning the car faster, and they are allowed to win when they can uh, learn the new, the new ropes a little better than everybody else. Getting rid of the carburetor, for crying out loud, that's been several years, but this is a new car, and it's a real race car. Look what the the back the bare bones of that car did at Le Mans this year. It, oh, it, there you go. You know, it ran away with uh, a lot of stuff before. Uh, you know, they had some mechanical problems, but yeah, it was one of the fastest cars in it in uh, in the, the what was closest category in the GT ranks. Like minds think alike. Statman brought up Michael McDowell's comment regarding the leveling of the playing field. Here's Michael McDowell from last hour talking about just that. I'd be lying to you if I said that, oh, we would have been here had the next-gen car not come. I don't think we would have. I think the next-gen car is what helped us get to that next level. Um, and it definitely has leveled the playing field. And to my surprise, it's actually stayed that way. You know, I remember telling my guys, you know, we got six months with this new car. We better get it done in six months because when Hendrick and their 600 people figure it out, they're <laughs> going to leave us in the dust again. That's just what big teams do. They just more people, more resources. They're going to do it. So we got a very short window to make it happen. Um, but that hasn't been the case. I think NASCAR's done a pretty good job of keeping everybody together because here we are coming up on, you know, year two for us. And we're as good, if not even a little better than we were at times last year. Um, and that's with a lot of teams figuring it out. Um, you know, you would go to races last year and you'd have four Joe Gibbs racing cars run 25th to 30th. Never in the history of our sport have we ever seen anything like that, right? And then you'd see Penske go win two or three in a row. And then they would go to a racetrack and they would be 20th to 25th. And so now that everybody's had time with this car and figuring it out, it's it's harder but we haven't lost to the top top team so it's it's been a big help and he didn't mention it in that portion of the soundbite but he made reference to the employees at Penske or Hendrick Motorsports where there's 600 employees that figuratively and literally get their hands on that car and their performance where a front row motorsports like Michael McDowell who he drives for there might be 60 
Yeah, he and, brought that up, and it's it's he's not he's not exaggerating no. either. Yeah, and plus being with a, a factory supported team, where they could get a wind tunnel time and shaker rig time to check the suspension, and front row can't afford that stuff. So uh, yes, they do get more uh, bones thrown their way, their way, more resources at like Gibbs at Toyota, at Hendrick at Chevrolet and Penske at Ford, uh, and front row is uh, out there. I can just only hope that in these last two years, with this new car, with the parity being completely obvious, has sponsorship now equalized a little bit more, too? Now that front row is having their side panels out there more often than in the past, I hope that that elevates their dollars so that their budgets can increase and maybe eventually the engineering base of every team can be more equalized as well. Yeah. Listen, I, I would argue stat man. And again, I have no dog in this hunt said, or horse in this race <laughs> other than Lucas oil is a, uh, a major product for love truck stops. I would think that love is a perfect sponsor for NASCAR. And I, listen, I get it. Hendrick Chevrolet and, the other oil companies that are on Kyle Larson's car and other oil companies are on Pinsky's car. I get it. But the, the more grassroots type company like love is you see them on the road. They're it's all over the country. I just think, well, what but, are fans doing? They're driving. Many yeah. of them at least are driving to races across state lines. Some of them where you are in, in the midst of truck stops. So yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And, we, we also have to be careful. I don't, you know what? I don't have to be careful about anything when I say this comment that the NFL, like it or not, the NFL is better, more popular when the Cowboys, the Washington commanders, sorry, I had to bring, bring up that damn team. Uh, <laughs> and maybe two or three, up, the Patriots, your top tier teams are involved in the post race or post uh, post season season. It's not lost on us that you you need the Penske's and the Hendricks in there, but it just gives these other guys a shot, man. The Tampa Bay Rays out coming out of nowhere and winning championships in baseball in a division that has the freaking Red Sox and the Yankees. That's fun to watch. It's fun to watch Michael McDowell win G damn races. Remember when it was fun to watch Ross Chastain? And then he just starts clicking off race whiz. Bam, bam, bam. And riding around the perimeter of the track. Yeah. <laughs> and throwing watermelon. Hey, he can't right. go wrong with right? that. <laughs> but that's that, that's also, that, that's not lost on me when you see what they continue to do. I can't. Uh, track house. Track house. The, the owner who drives the Trans Am. Oh, Justin Marks. Justin Marks, yeah. That guy is, I don't know if it's him or his handlers but what he's doing with track house and his his deals with um bringing in working with minorities getting into different series it's maybe this is what was happening 35 40 years ago with roger penske i don't know but yeah, what, what, what sorry to cut you off but the yeah. same thing is going on at 2311 mm-hmm. they've got two people right now in the playoffs with uh reddick and uh wallace so uh, wallace is fighting to stay in there but with two races to go he's still in the he's still in the championship 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's that some of these teams that are learning this new car faster than the others, uh, they're, they're getting uh, honored for that and uh, are having success. Will Power, talk about somebody that uh, doesn't need a whole lot of learning. IndyCar Series pilot, champion, Indy 500 winner. He joins us next, talking about Worldwide Technology Raceway, that race coming up, and Alex Polo. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire delivers. The Pomerado Automotive Group 500 and Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go, in St. Louis at Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. This segment of Speed Freaks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, you hear us talk about constant travel, time commitments, and a slew of other life schedules. Throw in some unexpected curveballs that life throws our way. It's easy to get lost and in need of some guidance to get back on track. And that's where BetterHelp.com comes in. Go to BetterHelp.com freaks and get 10% off your first month. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, and more. With BetterHelp.com's therapist, you get the same quality you'd expect from an in-office therapist, but you can communicate with them when and how you want, anytime from anywhere. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com freaks for 10% off your first month. That's better help. That's H E L P dot com slash freaks. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAP TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAP TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAP TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak 
Nation, he is back in the Freak Nation. Will Powers, he's getting set for the Worldwide Technology Raceway coming up next Sunday. And prior to this interview, he was giving some good faces. Will, can you give us the uh, Indianapolis 500 face inside the helmet? Oh, no, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) That's going into turn one. Too fast. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, if you don't have that, I've got your promo photo that came out uh, earlier this week. Uh, look at that. Oh. Um, you look you look, you look like you might be about three or four inches too short and about 20 pounds overweight there. What what the hell happened there, buddy? I, uh, I stopped working out for a while uh, just before the photo shoot. Shrunk my head a little bit somehow. I don't know how, but then just put on weight, yeah. I don't take willpower as a very, very serious diet guy. I'm sure you watch your diet, but is it one of those things that you wake up in the morning and you've already got programmed what you're going to eat? Yes, it's exactly the same thing every day. Exactly the same thing. That's It's two sausages, a cup of rice, and the protein shake every morning. It's exact, I never have anything different, ever. Wait a minute. Throughout the entire day, though? So even after that, if someone wants to take you out to dinner for a sponsorship? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll eat, yeah, I'll go out to dinner. I, okay. mean, I mean, it's the same thing every morning. Okay. Same thing, yeah. What happens when, when Bo, your son, rolls in there and he's got some Cheerios or some uh, Frosted Flakes over there? Don't you dig into those? No, actually, he has exactly the same thing every day, too. <laughs> he has sausage. What does he have? He has... Yeah, it's basically exactly the same thing for breakfast every morning, too, as well. <laughs> He's already on the training regimen, I see. Already on the, like, I just can't be bothered, you know, making anything else. I mean, I just see cold sausage, cold rice, and protein shake. Just, it is healthy, though. It's like organic chicken sausage. So, yeah. Anyway, it's been nice being on. I'll, I'll, uh, Hopefully see you guys at uh, the Gateway Race. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. I got a lot out of this. It was... Yes, absolutely. Well, can we get the nice cities out of the way? Listen, Worldwide Technology Raceway, it's going to be humid. It's probably going to be a little bit of hot. A little bit of hot. A little hot. Uh, what would you? What do you eat race day morning, Will Power? Same, Kenny. Same damn thing? Same. That, that is the breakfast. And then for lunch, it's chicken breast, rice, avocado. That's it. Damn. Okay, but seriously. Okay, so food, we get it. Consistency wins. But thinking about Indianapolis, the last race, and now St. Louis coming up, Worldwide Technology Raceway, humidity is a bitch. I mean, how do you hydrate? Are you hydrating five, six days in advance? Or how do you prepare for the heat and humidity that these weekends provide? Yeah, you, uh, you do do some good hydration days before. Um, yeah, and I mean, before the race, you hydrate well. It's you can overhydrate, like you can pee out a lot of the goodness. So you got to be pretty careful how much you drink because you drink too much, and you just you just it all comes out in your pee. So you've got to uh, you got to be pretty. You got to know what you're doing on that stuff to to, to hydrate the best, uh, and you also have a bottle in your car as well. So. You can, uh, you know, I have a drink mix that's in there that I drink during the race. 
Okay, so I know Pedialyte used to be a thing for race car drivers. Is that still a thing to mix with your water, or is it just like some sort of a salt or electrolyte blend that you're using now that you're super great? Yeah. Fitness people mix. Yeah, I mean, I use BioSteel, which I found the best. It's not full of sugar. Like Gatorade was too much sugar, so you'd have a crash in the middle of the race. I'm not into the wall, but your body right crash <laughs> Maybe the crash would make you crash but um yeah you got to find something not too sugary depends on you know your metabolism how you you go through that but i get when my blood sugar drops i get really shaky so i use five steel i've used for a long time and they don't even pay me so they should if they listen to this just give me a call um, looking for some free free product would be enough so, so it's like send me a box of that is that what you got to do willpower to send me yes. a box of that send me a box and i'll use it yeah. plus a check for a hundred thousand dollars that would be nice that, that would help do you think alex pelos contract with mclaren would be in that box McLaren. i think that and about i think that and about three other contracts Three other contracts he signed. I don't know who's guiding that guy, but oh my god! I, I heard that the the people that he was guiding him have just been fired. <laughs> no joke. So I think he's moving in the right direction. Just who knows what's going to happen? He might just say, "Yep, with Ganassi next year," and then suddenly, boom! No, I'm going with Dale Coyne. I'm going with Dale Coyne. Just I'm sorry, I've signed a contract with them, and I'm not. He should just not have a contract because. Just, just, it doesn't seem to matter. Why didn't he just start his own one car team? Yeah, but then he dishonored the contract with his own team. It'd just be confusing for him. He'd just be like, well, I'm not driving for you. And he'd be like, well, hang on, you are me. So how are you not going to drive like you are me? Yeah, you know, it'd be very confusing. So he'd have to start driving the two-seater before the race to have somebody else in the back seat to drive. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna kill me now. The back seat. He's gonna be like, "Oh, pal, what are you doing? You're ruining my negotiations. I was negotiating with myself for a good contract, and he's negotiating with the back seat. Talk about back seat drivers. There's one right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly." Okay, willpower. Let's move on to maintain whatever friendship you had with him. <laughs> but let's go back to the hydration thing a little bit. When you get into the race and you're two thirds of the way through the thing, what tells you that you didn't hydrate right? Uh, yeah, you're actually not quite as alert. You can tell. You don't think as well. You start to get a bit drained and um, making little mistakes. You actually. I've actually noticed, like, if it goes yellow and you drink a lot of your water bottle under yellow, uh, under um, caution, you are sharper and more energetic uh, once the the fluid goes through. So it makes a difference. It makes quite a difference. Yeah, yeah. But I never, I never try to get to that point where you don't. But I have had races where you've been so intensely engrossed in it, you have forgotten to drink the whole race. Wow. Is Sounds there a special uh, uh, recipe for what's in your bottle that's put together by some nutritionist somewhere? Uh, no, I've, 
I've just stuck. I mean, I have thought about putting like some sort of carb mix in there to give you a little bit of energy because that would also help um, with brain function and just energy in general. But I've just stuck to, you know, eating very well two hours before for the energy and then for the hydration, just biosteel. Um, did they send me a check for kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is a two-time champion, BioSteel people. Come on. Yeah. Did all of that help you win the poll and set the record last year at, at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway? It uh, it certainly did, BioSteel. And, uh, <laughs> getting big advertising right now. No, it's, um, yeah, it all matters. It really does. Those small details, they really matter. And... Um, uh, you got to be really on top of it and know your body, know uh, what works for you because everyone's different. Everyone is different. Same with the mental approach. Only you know yourself. You know yourself a lot better than anyone else. Of course, unless you are Alex Blow. <laughs> no. <laughs> he really is going to be mad. It's like, what is your problem? You've been, you know. And since he's got such a lead, he doesn't have to be nice to be on track either. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, God, be nice. Yeah, I'm winning the championship anyway. So, no, he does have to be nice to you at Worldwide Technology Raceway. You've won the poll there three out of the past four years. You are the poll leader in the series. Does that stuff matter to you any more than it did before, or am I often saying that it never really does? It matters. Oh. It does actually. It, that stuff does matter. I mean, it is. You know, you, I badly want to get a win before the end of the year. Um, you know, and I know that that uh, it's never a guarantee in this series. It's extremely competitive, and you have to do an extremely good job to get a win. But, uh, yep, all those matters. I'd love to surpass Michael Andretti in wins, uh, mm -hmm. which I need two more wins to do so. So, But, I mean, you've got to forget about all that stuff and just put your head down and do your absolute best, and that gives you the best chance to get a win. I mean, that's... That's all you can do, yes. Uh, Will, thank you, buddy. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I look forward to the backlash of this uh, interview. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go, in St. Louis at Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 
Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back -back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. This segment of Speed Freaks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, you hear us talk about constant travel, time commitments, and a slew of other life schedules. Throw in some unexpected curveballs that life throws our way. It's easy to get lost and in need of some guidance to get back on track. And that's where BetterHelp.com comes in. Go to BetterHelp.com freaks and get 10% off your first month. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, and more. With BetterHelp.com's therapist, you get the same quality you'd expect from an in-office therapist, but you can communicate with them when and how you want, anytime from anywhere. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash freaks for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash freaks. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, over 23 years of doing Speed Freaks. And a little bit of that, Rico Abreu has been a part of the Freak Nation. He's joining us from some damn dirt track in Reading, Pennsylvania. Who knows where the hell he – where are you right now, Rico? <laughs> hey, guys. We're at uh, Grandview Speedway for the high limit race tonight. Hey, is there ever a time for you I, – I asked this of musicians when they wake up and they've got to double-check where the hell they are before they go on stage in order not to thank Cleveland because they're in Dallas. Is there a time when you wake up and go, I don't have a clue – where I'm racing today. I got to double check where the hell I am. Oh man. Maybe after a night, after a couple uh cold beers, if we run good, but um, <laughs> you know, we're just uh, it's, it's a, uh, it's a blessing to be out here on the road racing at all these 
uh, racetracks across the country um, in different series with the uh, World of Outlaws to High Limit to the All-Stars. Um, you know, we just raced in Pennsylvania a couple of days ago and we're here uh, another night and then we're going to head west. Rico Abreu joining us here on the Freak Nation and you heard the series that he's that he's running in and talk about the different styles or if there's a different style for you in racing in these different series they're different tracks different areas is there much of a different style for you running in these three different series uh, a little bit um you know just adapting to each racetrack uh the style of racing and then um you know you you race against some local guys and understanding um you know their driving styles when you get racing around them but um you know a lot these series that we race with there's there's at least 10 to 12 guys that can win the race every night. Um, they're very, very competitive, uh, you know, all the way from the World of Outlaws down to the All-Stars to High Limit. Um, you know, with bouncing back and forth, you're, it just keeps, uh, you know, keeps me very active, uh, you know, and, and we're racing three to four times a week right now. So these summer months I love because uh, all the track time we get. Rico, you talk about running against those locals. At one time, you were just a local where you wanted to beat the ass of these big timers rolling into their track. Do you find it funny now that these locals want to beat the ass of Rico Abreu now? It's uh, it's really motivating for me, um, you know, because I was that guy, and I enjoy getting to come back to these tracks, uh, especially ones that I haven't been to in a long time. And, and uh, you know, the, the, a, lot of, a lot of it for me is, is seeing the younger generation come through and how hungry they are to want to do good and, uh, you know, this when it comes to racing and, and success and consistency is is comes with a lot of experience. You see guys that uh, that run well, have been around for a long time, like Donnie Schatz and Brad Sweet and, uh, you know, those former outlaw drivers that, that have won championships. Um, and then you got guys like Kyle Larson that just come in and and can dominate a race and then go to a, a NASCAR race and dominate that. And which is pretty impressive. You know, I want to talk to you a little bit about Kyle Larson because there was some controversy at the end of the cup race last weekend. And some people on social media were saying that people were more upset because Kyle Larson has been so dominant on dirt in Pennsylvania. And that cup race, of course, was at Pocono. He's got a big fan base there. Are there certain areas of the country that are just so tight with certain drivers that you find when you're racing? Um, de definitely, uh, central Pennsylvania, uh, and Pennsylvania, the state of Pennsylvania, the racing is, uh, there's so much racing around here and, and the fans are, are, are very diehard fans, loyal fans. Uh, you know, we get to see them every weekend we come here and, uh, you know, have merchandise for them. And, uh, you know, you see them, uh, you know, venturing over to NASCAR to support Kyle or these dirt racers like Stenhouse and Boyer. So. Uh, it's important that we take care of uh, those fans and uh, and just how uh, they're able to go back and forth with these races. All right. You just said something that made me want to go in a different direction. It's important for you to take care of these fans. You've been taking care of your fans on social media a lot this year. That giveaway that you had where one of your fans' companies could have been on your car, that was amazing. Who came up with that idea and why? Um, I, I just... I want to uh, I want to be a try to be ahead of the industry and sponsorships very important for racing especially grassroots racing and I thought it would it would be cool to kind of run a fundraiser like that where 
a fan was a part of our team for a weekend and um it was uh it was a very unique opportunity to get somebody the chance to be on my race car for the race weekend that necessarily doesn't have the sponsorship funding to be on a race car um so it was uh you know it was more of a i felt like it helped uh you know a small business in marketing as well of being a part of our team so you know every weekend and then these people are very loyal they're they're uh they're bringing their families to the races and i just uh i just really appreciate that stuff i want to i want to talk about you you're on the road traveling all the time you said you were racing three or four nights a week there was a guy named Mark Kinzer, Steve Kinzer's brother, I think I remember that, who used to love to see roller coasters and all the traveling that he uh, would that he would do. Tell me what uh, Rico or Brew, when you're traveling around the world, uh, around America, dirt tracks, what do you want to see? Where do you want to eat? I love sushi, so I like to get to su- sushi spots and pizza spots and try different pizzas. Um, but we, uh, with how busy our schedule is, it's uh, it's very important that we schedule those kinds of things out. And um, I'm a big race fan of Mark Kinzer and Steve Kinzer and the whole Kinzer family. And I actually just heard uh, that story about Mark always wanting to go on roller coasters before the races because we just raced at Williams Grove Speedway over the weekend. And there's an amusement park that's a bandit now across the street. And I heard... Mark Kinzer used to always go over there before the races and love to ride the roller coaster. <laughs> Where, Rico? I just, I just heard that story like two days ago. Rico Abreu. Where do you find sushi in Redding, Pennsylvania? Do they have catfish sushi? Is that what you're? Yeah, I. Uh, we tried two spots and they weren't uh, too high on my list, but uh, I enjoyed just getting some. Try some tuna. <laughs> yeah, that's where you go back just for the California roll. Yeah. <laughs> this is safe. <laughs> that's hysterical. Okay, where is your best sushi spot in the country so far? Eh, maybe California. Uh, there's a uh, there's a restaurant in the Napa Valley that um, was built about uh, ten years ago, and it's uh, it seats about twelve people, and it's called. Kenzo Estate Restaurant, and uh, they're actually family friends of ours, and they're Japanese, a Japanese family that um, flies over Japanese uh, sushi chefs to uh, to prepare meals for people that come and attend the restaurant. So um, I've got the pleasure to to eat there a couple times uh, throughout the year, and uh, it is uh, the best in the world. Sprint car badass Rico Brew flying those Lucas Oil colors joining us in the Lucas Oil studios. We'll end it with this. We had Steve Kinzer in the Freak Nation 15 plus years ago from Sedalia, Missouri, and we had a great 30 minutes with the guy. We reran that interview about a couple of two or three weeks ago, and it reminded us how badass that guy was. 20 championships in the World of Outlaw series, yet some people just decided to chime in and say, Well, if the World of Outlaws you know, had the, all the top dogs running all the time, we would consider him to be one of the greatest, but they don't consider Steve Kinzer to be one of the greatest drivers of all time. Where does Rico stand with Steve Kinzer? Uh, he is the greatest driver of all time. And the stats Period. don't lie. Period. There it is. Yes. And I don't yep. think anybody will ever come close to him. Yeah. Why is that? I just think that um, 
you know, the times have changed in the industry and uh, I think the competition's gotten a lot closer. Uh, equipment's gotten, you know, equalized where, you know, on the performance side of race engines and stuff. And, and I, I think they've really narrowed the rules down to, um, you know, to, they don't, teams can't bend the, bend the, you know, the rules as much as they used to and get away with things, I think. And, um, where, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, rules are rules and everybody's got to go by them now. So it, it, it really equalizes the racing. And, and when you see, um, you know, how close our qualifying times are and stuff within a 10th of the top 20 and qualifying shows, um, you know, and it's, uh, you know, these cars are, uh, you know, the weight rules are a lot different now. So they're a little bit heavier than they used to be. And I just think that the competition too nowadays is, uh, there's not such big gaps like there was probably. Do you, do you enjoy beating Brad Sweet's ass more or Kyle Larson's butt more? Um, both drivers are very difficult to beat. Um, but, you know, with, with Kyle's success and, and being one of the all-time best race car drivers, it is quite satisfying, um, you know, when you can finish in front of him. <laughs> it's greatness. Quite satisfying. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Rico, and we know it's a busy day, busy week for you, dude. Thanks for taking time out and joining us here in the Freak Nation, yeah. man. Good luck to you. Thank you guys very much. All right. Go kick some ass, man. Thank you. And coming up next, what I think is one of the greatest motorsports forms of racing on the planet, one that I hadn't seen until I turned 40. That's next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. Raceway.com. The weekend racing is over, or is it? 
not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. I might be the world's worst film critic. I tend to tell people what I think of a film after I see it. That being said, though, I saw Gran Turismo last night and kind of liked it. It's the story of Brit Jan Mardenborough, a gamer who won a global competition and became a professional driver for Nissan. It's overspiced with the stale cliches and stereotypes found in all racing films, but there's good drama in the last hour that made it worth watching, uh, even if you're not a motorsports fan at all. Uh, blending gamer tech with racer tech didn't hurt either, especially if you're a techie like me. Gran Turismo opens nationally next weekend. I had conversations with Jan as he was making the transition from gamer to racer some 10 years ago. He was deeply involved in the making of this film, including executive producer and stunt driver credits. Troubling, though, is the film that leaves you to believe that Jan won the first Gran Turismo competition. He didn't. That was Lucas Ordonez of Spain. Jan won the third competition. I told you my film critic chops need a little work. <laughs> Peace. Your Stepman Scat, brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com to find a line of products to keep that big old V8, that, that old 67 Mustang you got in the garage, keep it running smooth. Go to lucasoil.com. 
Statman Statman didn't remind me. He told me that today is from, I, I don't know who decided this, but I guess today is the 50th anniversary of hip hop. And I say that only, I say that I don't know who declared. I, 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 Statman, do you have the text in front of you? I think I got it, right? The actual declaration yeah. of. Yeah, well, the, the CBS, CBS News is saying that it was from. CBS Sunday morning this morning. Yeah. All right. So August 11th, 1973, a summer gathering in an apartment building in New York's Bronx neighborhood of Morris Heights marked what some consider to be the birth of hip hop. Clive Campbell, DJ Cool Herc was at the turntables. Okay. Okay. So it's not today, but it's this weekend. Well, right. yeah, right, right. Okay. Still, okay. I w- again, Hip hop is, from what I learned, I I put my toe in hip hop, alternative music, and I mean alternative to heavy metal and rock and roll, when I had a gig at UPN News 13 in Los Angeles. Statman was there. That's first how I met Statman, was working with him as producer there. And I, we had the best freaking news director that just trusted me on my musical instincts. And I thought it was cool that... I could start to take lefts and rights and ups and down type turns from my typical rock and pop interviews that I was doing. And I was writing down the list, Statman, of guys that that we <laughs> that one week you'd see me with Metallica, Celine Dion, and then it'd be Mac 10, Ice Two, Ice Cube, Ice T, WC, Master P, Snoop, Buster Rhymes, uh, Lauren Hill, uh, Missy Elliott. Before she was Missy Elliott, these are names that 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 came to my mind. I'm sure I'm forgetting uh, another half a dozen. I mean, so much so that I, my two biggest platinum records that were given to me were from rap labels. That are, <laughs> I don't listen as evidence. If you're watching this on Mav TV, I'm damn near the whitest guy this side of the room, whitest guy. <laughs> this side of the room, but I had a news director that, uh, frankly, Statman, you loved him too, that uh, said, sure, I trust you. Let's roll with it, man. DJ Cool. D- DJ Cool. I, had a, I was, here's Statman, you, you know the story where I was headed to go interview, um, which many regards as one of the greatest rappers of all time. However, my camera person, Got a call from the front desk yeah, saying, who, though? I'm not there yet. Oh, okay, okay. So My camera person got a call from the front desk, the dis- dispatcher. What do they call them there stat- at the newsrooms? The Simon editor? Yeah, the Simon editor said, turn, uh, turn the car around, bring Kenny back. We need to send so-and-so to a shooting. And it was the, Holly- it was the Hollywood, was it Hollywood shootings? They were going down outside of, out of uh, a Bank of America. Where it was just a brutal, it was oh, gnarly. North Hollywood, yeah, the North yes. Hollywood bank shootout. Yeah, yep. that was the, a movie was done about it, right? Yeah, um, a couple it, movies. Yeah, so yeah, they, they yeah. took my camera. <laughs> We're gonna throw you in the line of fire. But you know where I was headed? About four or five days before he was shot outside of Peterson Automotive Museum, Biggie Smalls. Oh. I was headed to sit down with Notorious B.I.G. Oh. Wow. Wow. 
That was huge. That would have been one of his last. Right. Isn't that? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You know, there are some people that say, I don't know if this is true or not, mm. but the rapper's delight, the the song that kind of launched the rap, whole rap right. thing. And that hip hop was part of the lyrics. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to start rapping here freestyle, but hip hop <laughs> are the lyrics and that nobody knew what hip hop was. And they would go ask for the record and they say, you know, that hip hop record, I don't know. You know, that's kind of what they're saying is uh, how the, that hip hop name stuck and got uh, lost mm -hmm. 50 years later. They're still having the party. Queen Latifah. I sat down with her twice. Um, Oh, man. See, I could go on and on, and I, I sound like kind of a D-bag dropping all these freaking names. But it was it was different for us at, at UPN News 13 to be able to have these rappers on the show. And people responded to that. It wasn't yeah. like something that you just did out of the goodness of your heart. People responded to it, and that was, that was important. And even though we didn't get one on Sergeant Saturday night, that was... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Who knows what the board, the borders, books, and music in Hollywood would have responded to Ice Cube rapping on the second floor, but that's another story. But but here's what I learned. Again, hip hop. Remind me to go back to that. Put a, put a pin in that crasher. What Run DMC and Aerosmith did for rap and hip hop is, in my opinion. Got to break your breathing. No, in my opinion, as big as it gets in taking hip hop and putting it right in front of the general public and going, here it is. Because if you listen to Steven Tyler, he had his own form of, I know it's sacrilege to say this, had his own form of rapping, not as a rapper, but just he had, he was a wordsmith. But when him, Joe Perry, and Run DMC put that video out, <laughs> over. Yeah, even the video that they released kind of illustrated that, where he breaks through the wall and knocks, mm -hmm. brings the two together. Yeah, that was the whole, that was how people had no idea one or the other that made it big. Okay, so let me get back to the thing I put a pin in. The pin. There you go. Hip hop, and again, I was that I was that white guy that said he's a hip hopper, you know, and and, and I, then I was slowly. <laughs> <laughs> schooled on really what hip hop was. And it may have changed since then, but hip hop is a culture. It's a culture from the clothes to the way you talk to even some of your beliefs. And the music is part of that. It's the hip hop culture. It's it, rappers are part of hip hop. I don't know if it's changed Statman, Tell me if it's changed, but that's, that was the, the nucleus of it was yeah. Rap, but it was the culture centered around rap to where it was first it was black people of color music and then we saw what happened when the the teenage white boys and 20 something white guys got involved and it just became this whole hip-hop culture to where white guys are wearing what black dudes have been wearing for years and it's the light bulb went off a lot of people went okay i get it it's a freaking culture yeah yeah and that's Eminem, when he hooked up with Dre, that mm -hmm. that took it a whole other direction. That's kind of the same way outside of East versus West. That's kind of the same thing that exists now. 
And that was brutal. Man, I wish we had more time to talk about this. We got a break here in, in, in about a minute and a half. When I was doing, damn it, I got a break here in 50 <laughs> seconds. Crap. I mean, that was brutal. East versus West. If Go check on your history. That was deadly. East versus West. Not saying it was part of it. Biggie, Tupac. East mm-hmm. versus West. Yep, yep. Oh, Stat, thanks for sending that text, man. I had fun bragging a little bit. Uh, Stat, man, shoot the juice to the moose. Cut it loose. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Huge show. Enjoyed the hell out of it. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. General Tire delivers. The Pomerado Automotive Group 500 and Mumbai Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go, inside Lewis at Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075. 800-273-7075. 800-273-7075. That's 800-273-7075. 
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 